Hello, this is William Cooper. Welcome to Awakening Together, Relaxing into Happiness. Have you ever felt really very unloved, insecure, maybe alone? I think a lot of people have felt that way. And I sure do understand that. I remember back when I was in theological school, and I was having a existential crisis as well as emotional crisis, and I sure didn't feel loved. And I couldn't find anything solid in the universe to give me that love that I was looking for. It seemed to me that people's love was unstable for various reasons. They might come and go out of your life. Maybe they die. Maybe they move on. And even in good relationships, the love could fade. I was in seminary theological school, so you would think I would rely on God's love. But as I said, I was in an existential crisis and I wasn't even sure, is there even a God? How do I know that? I pondered, am I loved? I just thought, let me start there. Could I find proof, something that was compelling where I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, 100% certainty, was I loved? And I spent weeks in the library with a notepad just thinking, am I loved? I pondered it. I read so many books. I studied. I researched. I talked to people. And this went on for a long time, day in, day out, for weeks, months, I don't know. I, I could be over a year. Uh, just with that thought at the forefront of my heart and my mind. And then one day, I remember I was sitting on a bench outside, and suddenly it occurred to me, you're so depressed, you want love so bad, you feel so anxious. Why are you so concerned? Unless you love yourself. As concerned as you are, as depressed as you are over this issue, and anxious, that's how much you care for yourself. Otherwise, why would you be depressed over it? Why would you have such emotional angst? Unless you really cared for yourself that deeply. Well, I couldn't believe it. I had stumbled upon this thing that was right before my eyes, right under my nose the whole time. I loved myself. I always thought that I hated myself. That's why I was so depressed and anxious and treated myself so harshly and whipped myself trying to find love. But in fact, it was the opposite. I was doing those things because I loved myself. It was so startling that I tried for a long time to overturn this thought, this revelation. Well, what if somebody said that you were stupid and you believed that and you were growing up in your life feeling that you were not intelligent? Is that loving yourself? Well, yeah, because the reason I would do that would be because they 
meant a lot to me. Maybe it was a parent or somebody in my life, a, um, a figure that I respected, and I wanted their love. So I didn't want to disagree with them. I wanted to believe what they believed. And if they thought I wasn't intelligent, then they knew best and I would go with them. And I would also think that I wasn't intelligent or whatever example you might come up with. Keeping their love was important to me. So I did. Why? Because I loved myself and I would do anything because I wanted to, even if it meant growing up thinking I wasn't intelligent or any other example you might come up with. I would treat myself badly because I loved myself and out of that love, I decided it was worth it because I would get something greater the love of my parent by agreeing to, with them or the love of my significant figure in my life by doing the crazy things that were required for them to continue to love me. I did all this because I loved myself. Every way I twisted it and turned it, it turned out that I was doing what I was doing because I loved myself. If my culture believed in crazy things, and I accepted those crazy things. Why would I do that? Except I love myself and I wanted to fit in. So I believed what my culture told me to believe. So once I realized that indeed I did love myself, even if the expression of that love was quite maladaptive, in other words, it didn't feel good that I felt so depressed and anxious because I cared so much about myself, depression and anxiety weren't getting me anywhere. They weren't helping. But I was doing it because I cared. So I realized my maladaptive behaviors were an expression of that love. So I started to sit down with myself and I would tell myself, feel good that you feel bad because it proves that you love yourself. If you didn't care, why would you feel so bad over these issues? Bringing me to the second point, I realized that I had to absorb, I had to open up. Now that I discovered that I was love, I had to open up and receive that love. So I used to sit down and feel good that I felt bad, and I would just hug myself. And I thought, well, I'm going to just start to include adaptive behaviors along with the maladaptive ones and just soak up the love that I've discovered that I have for myself and let it be okay that I'm also have some maladaptive habits, depression, anxiety, whatever it was, until I can figure out how to let those go. And I bet starting to absorb the love will help unravel the depression and the anxiety anyway. And it did. I bring this up because I think so many of us crave love and we don't know that it's here all the time. You do love yourself. I can guarantee that on the same basis that I found that way back in seminary as I just described. Love is all around us. We are love, and the whole universe reflects love 
back to us all the time through every bit of creation. The only reason we don't feel it and see it is because we've separated ourselves for whatever reason from our innate nature. And as we come back to ourselves, we call that awakening. And that's what this podcast is. The things that separate us are tension, stress, and our thought forms. And as we let those go, it's very relaxing and we melt back into our innate nature, which is love, happiness, and well-being. Thus, the title of our podcast, Relaxing into Happiness. To relax back in happiness, though, which is your our true nature, I just want to remind everybody that that requires not just knowing it, but soaking it up, receiving and relaxing into what's there all the time, and that's our true nature. You have to soak it up like a dry sponge and feel it. Find it and feel it. That's feeling yourself. And you'll always be separated from yourself if you can't feel yourself, right? So feel it. Find it and feel it. You are love. Feel it. Soak it up and then feel it. So important. As much as you can and then a little bit more the next day and the next day until that's the way it is all the time. Everything is love. It's made of love. And we have to work hard to block it out. As I became more clear, and as I meditated, as I stopped, and just let go of the things that were clouding my vision, and I became more clear, I could feel and see the nature of consciousness, the nature of creation, the nature of molecules, as strange as that sounds. And I could see that they were all made of love. Here's what I experience about life. On the far end of the spectrum, and we've talked about this a lot in these podcasts, but on the far end of the spectrum is beyond creation. I can feel that. I can see that. I get there intuitively, but it's very real. I've opened up that intuitive eye where I can receive and understand these things. And it's beyond reality. Everything is there, but it doesn't exist because only those things in creation exist. But as strange as this sounds, as nothing flows into something, as it begins to become something, there's lots of light. And then that light, as it slows down, turns into sound, which turns into bliss, which turns into joy and happiness. So Everything is radiating happiness and joy, and everything is made of that. And because everything is ultimately the same thing, but in different shapes, it's attracted to one another, to each other, and it's got the same vibration. And that magnetism that pulls everything together, that sameness, that same vibration, that resonance, that is love. Love pulls everything together. 
when you're in a relationship and you love, you feel pulled together. You feel on a similar resonance. You care about each other. You have empathy for one another. Well, it's that way with all of the consciousness and the creation and the molecules and the atoms. Everything in life is made of that. So we are made of love. We are surrounded by love. It's love everywhere. We have to work not to see it. We have to work to block it out. We have to stay stuck in our heads and stuck in our mindsets not to see it. And that's why we meditate, so that we can stop doing that. And as we relax, our clarity comes back and we see we are love. We're surrounded by love. Everything's love. And as we come from a loving place, love flows through our life and we give and receive love. More things, more synchronicity happens in our lives because we're surrounded and a part of love, as is the whole universe. It's all one. And we'll talk more about that in another podcast on the subject of trust, because you can imagine when everything is yourself and everything flows to your highest good because it loves you just as you love it because you're all the same thing, that a great amount of trust, complete trust happens. And in great trust, you can move mountains because everything, the universe conspires to help you because it is you. It only makes sense. So yes, on a fundamental level, we are loved. But I couldn't see on a fundamental level. So that's why the first example I gave you that I came across in seminary was so powerful for me. Well, along those lines, let's look at another powerful way that is helpful before we get to clear vision where we just know and see that everything is love. When we don't know and see that everything is love, we can do something This sounds so incredibly simple, but it's very effective, and that's to keep a gratitude journal. Just write down at the end of every day what happened to you, what loving thing happened. A dog comes up to you and wags its tail. A squirrel walks up to you. Nature. Somebody gives you a gift. Uh, Things that you would like turn out. Uh, People smile at you. You know, we're so separated that we weed these things out, we block them, we forget them. But if you write them down at the end of every day, after a while, they accumulate and they're down in writing so they become indisputable. And that indisputable fact starts to overwhelm the protestations of our blocked mind. Our mind that says, no, I'm not love. No, I'm not love. Nobody loves me things like that, Uh, because the universe does love you. And after a while, it just becomes ridiculous to say otherwise. This is a good um, thing to do until you can see clearly, because it's a step forward and we move forward, as we've talked about in other podcasts, we move forward the most powerfully through our baby steps, just a half step forward at a time. And this is a good half step. What's another good step to connect to the love that you are? Well, nature. Sit in nature. 
because nature is pure love. It will shower you with love. Why do people love nature so much? Well, because pure beingness shines through nature and nature doesn't think. So it's all being, but it's not clouded by thought forms. It's not contained by the boundaries and divisions of thought forms. We as humans have the ability to do that, so we block ourselves out. But nature doesn't. And when you're sitting in high resonance, the beauty and the love and the light of nature, that part of you, which is all of you, that is beauty, love, and light, resonates more clearly and strongly, brilliantly, because the nature around it supports. And when one thing's resonating, the other thing of similar frequency will resonate with it and get stronger. So your beauty will blow through the containment of your thought forms. And you start to feel better and better and better, even if your thought forms haven't evolved. Your inner nature will just burst through all of the delusions and illusions that you've created in your mental stories and emotional stories. It's not you. It's all people. We all do that. We all, because we're separated from ourselves, we feel existential pain, emotional pain, physical pain, and we create stories about it and beliefs about it and actions to take about it, which then further cloud everything up. And we just get further and further out on a limb and disconnected from ourselves until we find a way to come back. And so being in nature will blow through all of that, at least for a while, and you can come back to yourself. In fact, Joseph Campbell once said that man's purpose in life was to match his heartbeat with the heartbeat of nature. I love that. Okay, you are loved. Soak it up. Hey, you can feel good that you feel bad. Give yourself a hug and soak it up. Okay, I look forward to talking to you next time. Take care. Bye. Hello, this is William Cooper. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider following me and sending somebody a link so they can enjoy it too. Thanks so much.